Welcome to the e-commerce disruptors podcast, where alongside digital marketing experts, we give you our best tips, techniques, and insights on how you can be a disruptor in your industry. Hi, welcome to e-commerce disruptors presented by electric engine, where we give you the tips, techniques, and advice to help you disrupt your industry. Uh, we're happy to welcome back Robert Brown, director of digital marketing at Jägermeister, uh, who is going to be our guest today. And we just wanted to have him come on and really speak to how Jaeger has been uh, pivoting uh, their marketing strategy and their approach with, with everything that's going on right now. Uh, sure. Hey, everyone. Yeah, I, um, I'm Robert Brown. I'm director of digital marketing, digital and social marketing at uh, Jägermeister and um, have uh, been there for couple of years um, and have a long history in digital marketing um, on, on sort of all facets, commercial as well as uh, consumer marketing. So happy to be here and, and talk to you again, Noel. Yeah, it's great to have you back. I know uh, you're uh, with us a, a little while ago, so definitely always a pleasure to bring back guests. And specifically for this episode, we definitely want to speak to everything that's going on uh, right now, specifically regarding coronavirus and the massive impact that it's had um, on businesses, the U.S. And, and globally. And really a lot of businesses have been having to pivot now, their strategies um, due to the restrictions that are being uh, put into place for everyone's safety. Uh, we wanna make sure that this isn't spreading. And with that being said, the market has shifted um, more to a uh, digital focus. And I was just curious as to how Jaegermeister has been pivoting with, with everything that's been happening and going on. Yeah, so clearly, um, just like most people, we are um, you know, working from home where we can. So as an organization, um, you know, the, the working arrangement has changed for a lot of people, um, and that, that's no different for, for us as well. Um, the, uh, the, this has affected sort of you know, all, all facets of life um, as it relates to, to anyone. Um, in, in most parts of the globe at this point. Um, so this is a global, this is a global crisis. It's a global um, sort of um, uh, thing that, that we are, are, you know, have to approach. And, uh, and so it's interesting to, um, that, that uh, it's exposing a lot of um, challenges that probably already existed before um, this happened or unpreparedness that existed before this was happening, whether that means, you know, unpreparedness to work remotely, um, processes and plans in places, place to do that. Um, and then as well as from a, a marketing and sort of external facing perspective, just sort of general un unpreparedness as most businesses um, were not prepared for this sort of uh, pandemic. So it's been um, interesting to watch uh, from both of those perspectives and, and to be a part of. Absolutely. And I, couldn't agree more. It's, it's definitely bringing to light issues that may have not been prominent because they weren't the focus, but definitely are still important to businesses, mainly that type of conferencing. Uh, I can't tell you the number of Zoom conferences where there's been uh, issues with audio or uh, there's actually that meme floating around with its uh, conference bingo. And it, it's kind of talking about uh, everything happening. And it, it's, it's an interesting take. And, and it's funny because there's a lot of truth in it. Uh, yeah. especially with, with managing that. I know several, even Zoom is kind of offering classes on how you can better manage that relationship uh, when you are doing those conference calls to, to make sure those are going smoother. But I, I think it also goes back to something that we strongly you know, 
practice and, and preach at, at Electric Engine is, is how important it is to have a strong digital presence and being able to execute on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and, and, and things, you know, that uh, particularly if you're not used to working from home or um, and, and you know, people, a lot of people's kids are also home because they're out of school um, and everyday life uh, sort of upended. And so things that, you know, regular in-person meetings that would last an hour um, are very different than with you know being at home and perhaps with other people in your house um trying to be able to uh, concentrate on a call for an hour um it just it sometimes can feel like an eternity so i think just thinking through even small things like how long meetings last and and uh what's realistic in terms of what can you accomplish when can you take breaks um those sort of things i think uh, from a working perspective um certainly have uh, impacted us Absolutely. It, it, it kind of goes back to the, uh, we're finding out what meetings could have been emails <laughs> mentality <Yes>. and, <laughs> and really streamlining how, how effective these meetings are going to be because you're right. It's, it's, you know, certain people are, are, are dealing with, with having kids or, or other responsibilities that, that are definitely going to pull them in a few different directions. And it's just managing that. And the one thing that, uh, that I, you know, am personally happy to see is, is even through this, people are, are really coming together. Uh, they're being very understanding of, of kind of these shortcomings of, of these conference calls. Not everyone is used to them and, and the adjustments. So it, it's been incredible to see, you know, even though we're practicing social distancing, it, it feels like people are, are very much coming together to make the most out of this current situation. Yeah, I mean, there, I saw today that... Um you know, rent relief was, was trending on Twitter. Um, and I think, um, GoFundMe and some other individuals are, um, are partnering to, to bring rent relief to people who, who can't work and can't potentially pay their, um, their rent. And so, um, you know, so it has brought, brought the best in, in, in us in, in a lot of ways. Um, there are certainly new opportunities for a lot of people. Um, we saw a lot of, um, I mean, we were seeing increasing number of people, you know, use Instagram Live um, to uh, to entertain people, to engage with people um, who are captive at this point and, and sort of at home consuming tons of content because there's not a lot else to do. Um, and so uh, it's interesting seeing all of that happen um, at the same time. And so if I can pivot a little bit from a marketing perspective, there is, um, you know, um, it's with that that spirit of helping people. Um, that there is opportunity um, to uh, to figure out, you know, what is what is it that we as marketers can bring um, a value to people in this time of crisis and this time of need. Um, clearly, not everyone is sick, but <clears throat> but it is. Um, but everyone's life has been affected in some way, um, and so uh, being very thoughtful about how we can provide value is is uh, you know coming upon us as marketers to do. Um, and certainly that's how we're approaching things um, at Jägermeister. Absolutely. And, and a lot of businesses, these businesses are, are, are stepping up. I, I know Zoom, I believe, is offering free services to teachers to help them better commu uh, communicate with their students. Uh, another similar service, Loom, which is, is kind of a, a, a video recording and, and sharing service, has done the same, made it free for, for teachers between you know, K to 12 uh, and even universities. And it's it's these kind of initiatives that are really helping everyone during, throughout this time of need. And I couldn't agree more with you regarding content. 
Um, it, it seems that more people are putting out more content. I, uh, I'm embarrassed to admit uh, how much my screen time has personally gone up, um, given given uh, you know kind of this, this this quarantine. And so many people are are working from home right now. Um, that being able to put out content that's that's not only relevant but but helpful is is seeing a huge spike in 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 terms of how much traffic there it, it is receiving. Yeah, you know, um, Nike actually recently put out a, a post, and I, I saw today actually one of their ads against it, um, uh, uh, around this idea of now's your chance. Um, and I'm looking at it now, it says, if you've ever dreamed of playing for millions around the world, now's your chance. Um, and and they, they were demonstrating that with some other examples through media, it looks like. So I think, you know, it's, it's that sort of spirit that uh, we've got to approach uh, marketing. You know, we're looking at at how we can be helpful. You know, one of the first things that we did um, as this pandemic sort of um, uh, became, uh, uh, overtook sort of all of our lives and all of communication, uh, one of the first things we did was to pause everything that we were doing um, so that we could take a step back and, and, um, and make sure that what we're putting out in the world is helpful um, to whether it be consumers or whether it be people um, in, in our trade um, bartenders, et cetera. Um, but it's helpful and valuable and thoughtful um, for those people. And so um, we've taken a step back to do that um, and, um, and, and then, you know, organically started to uh, put in place things that, uh, you know, that, that were, are intended to help people um, in this sort of time of crisis. Right. And uh, I mean, it's clear that, that this is impacting you know, the, the restaurant businesses and, and, and bars and, and whatnot with them having to close. And um, I, I know you mentioned the bartenders. How, how's that impacted Jägermeister and, and even your, your, your marketing approach right now? Yeah, I mean, it just like, like all, uh, you know, most businesses at this point, some are, are certainly benefiting, but um, most businesses, ha- this will have some impact on all of us, um, small and large. And, um, and you know there are a number of uh, states where um, bars and restaurants are closed at this point, um, and uh, or offering only takeout or, or to go, um, and so that impacts staffing. That impacts the bartenders who would normally um, you know uh, work those shifts, um, and so we are figuring. And obviously that impacts us as a business, and and uh, and those people are um, are important to us, um, and so we're we are. I'm trying to figure out how we can be of assistance to those bartenders and providing help um, wherever we can. Um, and uh, and have um, also recently um, announced that we will be supporting and donating um, to a bartender organization, um, the, the U.S. Bartenders Guild, um, their emergency preparedness and response team, um, so that we can help bartenders um, who are um, in need during this time, because it, it, you know bartenders are certainly pour us a great drink, but they do a whole lot more than that. You know, when we go and sit at a bar, um, there there are our party starters. If we're looking to start a party, there are also our, our uh, counselors or our mentors in some in some capacity. Um, there are friends certainly, um, and so it's important that that we um, give back and and support bartenders um, who've uh, been that sort of front line um, for all of us. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so so that that's one thing that we're doing, but we're we're doing a whole lot of, of other things, and um, including helping artists. Artists have have long had, and the creative community have long had 
um, a, a strong relationship with the brand, with Jägermeister, and we want to make sure we're supporting them as well. Right, and I, I think both 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 those groups, bartenders and, and artists, Jägermeister has done some incredible collaborations with, and it's it's fantastic to hear that that you're you know again supporting that that partnership, even given everything that's happening. It's 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 important, and I, I think all brands are, are really doing this and, and doing their best to make sure that these connections and these relationships can, can weather this storm because it is impacting so many different aspects of, of our lives right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's, it, it's, it's interesting that you, uh, you had mentioned just the, the social distancing, even, uh, you know, several, several brands have kind of taken it upon themselves to even change their logos or, or, or make those shifts. I know, I believe it's uh, McDonald's Brazil has, has separated the golden arches uh, and is talking about that, um, you know, social distancing or, or even Coca-Cola. They have an ad right now where they're, they're breaking apart their, their, their logo to just, again, reinforce this idea that, you know, social distancing is, is really going to help uh, everyone in the long run and, and to help mitigate the effects of, of this global pandemic, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about those examples, and I've seen others, um, and I've seen, you know, uh, some support and some backlash in terms of whether that's the right approach um, mm-hmm. to take. And certainly, I think the intentions are were of those brands. I mean, I'm clear. I don't know personally, but um, I'm just assuming the best that the intentions of those brands was to help um, educate and communicate using the platforms that they have. Um, and that's a noble, noble goal. And I, but I think when you start to intertwine your brand um, marks and logos into that communication, then then it could become dicey um, in terms of what your true and you know intentions are. So I think we have to be careful as marketers in terms of you know if if we're going to really help, um, then let's help and let's sort of do um, you know and and not try to make it um, about us or our brands, but really about the people that we're trying to help. Um, and, um, and I think that's an important, important thing for us all to keep, um, to keep at the forefront. Uh, and that's why, again, going back to being thoughtful, uh, about how, what you're putting out there at this point and how you're helping consumers and, and, or, um, other people with what you're putting out there is, is important. As long as that's at the center, then, um, you're sort of on solid ground, but when it starts to become, uh, a confused message, um, then I think, right. you know, there's, there's always opportunity for those type of things to spread really quickly and, and in a negative way. Um, so, so yeah. Right. It's, it's keeping those uh, intentions noble, so to speak, and, and, and making sure, you know, are we doing everything that we can to, to, to really help? And, and that it, it's interesting because, you know, you, you see brands that are, are, are taking that type of initiative where uh, they're, they're even changing their, their, their logo or branding versus other brands that, that kind of are, are just, trying to weather the store, for instance, REI, Lululemon, um, all of these brands are, are, are paying um, their employees through uh, these closures. I know REI is doing it through March 27th, actually, today, and it would be interesting to see, knowing that, you know, this is going to last a little bit longer, how, how brands like that are going to manage uh, these situations and, 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 again, get through the storm that's happening right now. Yeah, no, and I think that's an important piece is that there's a lot of people who are out of work and that this is a, um, you know, beyond the people who are sick, there's that this is affecting them personally as well. And I think, um, you know, like I mentioned, the rent relief at the, the top of um, of the show, 
the, those type of things are going to be really important. And, and it, it is great to see how um, social and technology um, and um, the platforms we built um, are helping to enable those things. Um, I saw a tweet yesterday from um, Jack um, Dorsey at Twitter. Um, someone had tweeted, um, actually a, a guy that, that I know, had tweeted about why um, the government is sending out checks and, um, and you know, can't they just cash app or Venmo <laughs> um, the money <laughs> people, you know, but that's the way we live on a daily basis and we're used to those conveniences. Um, and then when we are in a state of crisis, we rely on our government and the government is, um, is still dealing with archaic sort of ways of, um, of communicating and engaging people. And so, um, you know, Jack actually retweeted that and, and said, you know, tech, the tech community, there's, there's infrastructure in place to, to facilitate these things. Um, tech partners, you know, how can we help? Um, and so I hope that there is some, uh, something that, that comes about from that, but it's those type of things I think that are important at this point. Right. And I, I, I think, yeah, you make a fantastic point is, is, you know, we have these infrastructures, these, these companies and, and, and businesses, how can we leverage that where, uh, to your point, the, the archaic setup that, that exists within the government, how can we streamline this and, and just get this type of relief and help out to people who need it that much faster? Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. You know, cause people are, are clearly going to be suffering right now. Um, and, and so speed is, is important and, and that's where technology has helped us evolve a lot of our life, our lives. And, um, and so, um, you know, that should be where we lean on technology to help in, in these times as well. And as, as brands are kind of, and, and companies and, and people in general are, are coming together, what do, how do you think that, that brands themselves can step up in, in order to, you know, really add value and, and, and really provide audiences, you know, whether they, they are supporters or, or just in general, uh, kind of help them out in, in this time of crisis? Um, you know, I can speak to things that like that, that we're doing and, and, um, and I think there are great examples of, you know, with consumers, uh, there are a lot of consumers who are home who are, who are healthy and well and who still need, um, want to engage with people and want to, to do things. They just, you know, have to do them differently or, or do them from home. And there's a lot of examples of people using FaceTime and Google Hangouts and Zoom, et cetera, um, to connect with their friends and, um, and uh, in Instagram Live, for example, um, but also delivery. We've seen delivery explode um, in terms of uh, consumers ordering alcohol line. That historically, that, that our category has historically been a laggard um, in terms of e-commerce adoption, and a, for uh, and uh, a big part due to lack of awareness, people just not knowing that they can get spirits delivered. Um, but this has helped to accelerate that awareness quite dramatically in some of the platforms like Drizzly, Minibar. Um, you know, Instacart, et cetera, have seen some of their biggest um, record sales days um, in the last couple of weeks. And, um, and so that is a value and a benefit to our, our consumers to be able to order our products and have them delivered without them having to leave, leave their house. So that is certainly a, a benefit and a value to consumers. And so you'll see us driving um, some awareness of that and uh, as an option uh, for sort of keeping the at-home party going. Um, right. And, um, you know, and then from a trade perspective, you know, how, and, and from an internal perspective, how do we ensure we're helping employees and partners um, with what they may need at this point as well? Um, and we talk about what we're doing with bartenders and artists and 
um, and employees as well. So I think, um, you know, th those are the examples of how we can help and how we can add value without um, it, um, you know, with the right intentions and in, in that be of, of trying to help people. Right. And I, I think you, you bring up uh, a great point regarding um, how this is knowing people not knowing that, you know, services like Drizzly or Instacart uh, provided these, these types of services, or, or if they did, it was, it was almost kind of a, a thought to the back of their head. And, and I, I wonder your take, do you think this is going to fundamentally change, um, change this for, for the spirits and alcohol uh, industry? Now that, that people are aware of this, once we do come out of this, do you think we're, we're still going to see the same level of, of, of orders that are coming through and, and, and a much heavier use? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a lot of things that's going to be fundamentally changed about the way in which we interact with each other, um, and uh, and there will be a lot of opportunities uh, for things that that in the past may not have been thought of. So even um, being able to work remotely, you know, as we start to figure this out, perhaps that will come become more commonplace for some employers who don't offer that, um, as they're seeing in demonstration that it can work in some ways. Um, you know, maybe that's something that, that we'll see change. I think with, um, with e-commerce, I think we'll see changes there and, and, and potentially some acceleration in some categories like alcohol, um, as you know, consumers love convenience and that's why they buy on e-commerce. And, um, and so seeing that convenience in action when they really need it, um, I think is going to, um, encourage them to reorder if they, if they have a positive experience, encouraging them to, to reorder in that way. Um, but, you know, I think some things will probably settle back as we get back into normal routines, um, whatever that in normal <laughs> means. But if, <laughs> as we get back into some of our uh, previous routine, um, I think that um, that you'll see some of that sort of settle back. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll start going to back to bars and restaurants again, and uh, uh, we will um, start to continue to pick up, you know, orders as well as potentially um, order in some cases online. I absolutely agree. And, you know, one, one of the things, uh, uh, as, as you mentioned, we, we settle back into normal routines. It, it'll be interesting how, how everything settles and, and the impact that it's left because at the end of the day, while we know this isn't going to you know, last forever, we're going to see some fundamental shifts in, in parts of our daily lives because of um, the need to adjust so quickly to, to something so suddenly like this. Um, and, and I think for, for us to, you know, kind of, kind of wrap this up and, and again, thank you so much for, for joining the show and coming back. Uh, I want to kind of wrap this up with one of my, uh, favorite things to, to come out of the work from home situation, which is the, uh, at home happy hour. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's one way that, that to me is just kind of bringing everyone together and, and saying, you know, we're, we're separated, but, but through, through this incredible technology that's connecting us and, and constantly changing, we're, we're able to uh, stay in touch. So, um, that yeah, don't forget to, I mean, I, we, we work from home and so it makes it easy to keep working and keep working and off in hours that we normally wouldn't work. Um, mm -hmm. so don't forget to, to uh, disconnect literally uh, <laughs> from your from your work um, and and take personal time um, and keep that sort of um, intact um, and whether that includes happy hour or working out at home or wh whatever um, I think that's an important piece as well is that we don't just sort of start to blend it all um, and and not take time for ourselves. 
Right. That, uh, that self-care is, is vital, especially in, in times like this. So um, wanted to thank you again, Robert, uh, for, for joining on e-commerce disruptors and thank everyone out there for, for tuning in and listening. Um, you know, please feel free to subscribe and comment. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at electric engine and find more information at electric engine. So with that being said, um, we're going to sign off and uh, uh, cheers to you, Robert. <laughs> Thanks so well. Cheers. This has been the e-commerce disruptors podcast presented by electric engine. Subscribe today to stay up to date on all future episodes. Please follow us at electric engine on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or shoot us an email at podcast at electric That's engine spelled E N J I N. Feel free to leave us any comments or questions about this episode and let us know what you'd want to hear in future episodes until next time. Thanks for listening.